Warrior Woman, welcome back to the Warrior School podcast. This is episode 160. Hi. Hello. How are you? What's going on in your world? We're going to spend some solo time together today. It's Wednesday. It's podcast day. Today we're going to talk about something really cool that I've been thinking quite a bit about uh, for a while. And then it was brought up in my coaching call with my business coach last week uh, with a little bit of a different spin on it, a different angle. And so I'm going to talk about it from both angles. Uh, We also talked about it yesterday in our group coaching call inside of Warrior School. So those calls are live 60-minute calls where, you know, they're a chance for other warriors to meet other warrior women. Uh, but we normally have like a check-in and then we'll have a prompt or an idea or a concept that we talk through. And then we talk about the focus for the month. Uh, and so what I'm going to talk about today is something that we talked about yesterday in our live group coaching call. Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. First, a little update on what's going on in the warrior world uh, and in my world. So we have just started week four of the Warrior Queen Challenge. Lots of really cool uh, wins and learnings from the first three weeks. Uh, A lot of humbling experiences and... uh, Egos were challenged, heavy weights were lifted. Uh, it was it was a really epic three weeks, and I will share uh, some of the really cool wins on uh, the next podcast episode. I'm actually just going to gather up um, some feedback and some wins. So I've just popped into our platform and asked all of the warriors to write down, you know, their um, their takeaways or their feedback from the first few weeks. But it was really cool to watch them squat twice a week, work on their deadlift and their pull-up. So we're in week four, We've kicked her off. It's a 12-week challenge, and it's all about building their confidence at the barbell. 
learning how to step up to that bar and strategically load a weight that is way out of their comfort zone. Uh, I am currently organizing Warrior School on tour. So she's going on tour and we just booked our flights home for May to Australia. So I am planning the full day live event for Warrior School in Australia right now. So I need to find location, uh, plan out what we're going to do over the day, potentially uh, ask some guest speakers or speaker to come and present. And I'm really excited. It will be my first live event in over three years. The last live event I ran was in November, I believe, three years ago. That's when I was running the Training the Female Athlete workshop. Uh, And I did a couple of workshops when I was home in Australia a few years ago. I love live coaching. I love being in a room full of people. Uh, That's why I love our live group coaching calls inside of Warrior School That's why I do one-on-one calls with all of my women so we can do live coaching. Uh, I just jumped off a call with one of my warriors, Amy, and we did a training session together today to find her, you know, to push, to push and to see what she was capable of. Uh, So get me in a room with people, especially with women, and that's my happy place. So... I need to organize that, uh, which is also really cool. Um, My hip update, x-ray came back and it was, it was great. My bones are great. Ultrasound came back, didn't show anything. I see the specialist next Wednesday, uh, the physiatrist, which is a sports medicine doctor, and he is going to have a look at the hip. And give me his, I guess, assessment and recommendation. Uh, I think that's it. Carson has been in Mexico for over a week. So it's just been Hank and I riding solo here. We've been walking a lot. I've been working a lot, uh, training a lot, going to the sauna and ice bath a lot. I'm still doing that at least two or three times a week. I'm getting organized for my photo shoot, which is the middle of March, which I'm very excited about. I have been creating a vision board for the photo shoot. Uh, I've planned, you know, my appointments before the photo shoot, uh, my hair, my waxing, (laughs) And I'm starting to plan some of my outfits. So I have one arriving today from France, which I'm very excited about. Uh, So I'm having a lot of fun with that. I actually recorded a cool podcast episode with Ruby Marsh, who's a dear friend, but also my business coach uh, in Creator Club. And we talked about character and building your character. So I can't wait for that one to be out. It will be out in a week or two. And... That's kind of what I'm doing and what I'm playing with. I'm playing with my character and my world. And I was on a walk this morning with a friend. Our dogs are like best friends. Uh, And 
I was talking to her about the photo shoot. And I said that, you know, I truly believe that every woman should do one. I think having that experience is, it's such a cool experience. And in March, inside of Warrior School, our focus for the month is on this idea of unleashing your dark side. And we're going to do some live teaching calls on uh, building your character, finding your style, uh, planning a photo shoot. And I really believe that every woman in her life should get a photo shoot done. Uh, And it's something that I'm starting to talk about inside of Warrior School a lot more. And I know that it will become part of the vision for Warrior School when women come in. I, you know, of course, we're going to train to to get strong and to feel great in our body. But then I want them to celebrate that. And I think one of the coolest ways that we can celebrate that is to have an experience like a photo shoot. And that's it. That's what's going on in my world. So let's talk about our topic for today. And I wanted to start off with a story. So I was writing a post yesterday, which will be out soon, the next few days. And this post was around this idea or this concept that I want to talk about today, which is dynamic adjustment or fluidity and changeability. So we're going to unpack it. Don't worry. And I've been thinking about this whole idea of dynamic adjustment for quite a while. I've actually written a Warrior Words uh, article So a newsletter that goes out to my email list on the topic. And I've spoken about it before uh, through my social media. It's something that we do a lot of inside of Warrior School. But last week, uh, John invited me to look at it at a slightly different angle. And that was through this idea of fluidity and changeability. So I want to really unpack that and and talk about that because I believe it's something that is missing from all of this health training stuff, this ability to dynamically adjust and have fluidity within the practice. So when I was planning or writing this post, um, I went back into my old training page Uh, that my coach and I had when I was Olympic weightlifting. And I was looking for something very specific. Uh, I knew what I was looking for. And so I found it and it was some feedback that I had gotten from my coach. And I'm actually going to share the the feedback with you. And then we're going to talk about it. Uh, So this is some feedback that I received in 2016 I'd been lifting for two years, like lifting a lot, training a lot, like three or four hours a day, six days a week. And I had really big dreams of going to the Commonwealth Games, of being very good at this sport. And this is some feedback that I received from my coach. Your validation comes from weightlifting. It needs to come from the whole process. 
You're not going to get anywhere with lifting if you don't enjoy all of it. The injuries, the accessories, the learnings. Use the lifting to develop your character. You have the attitude that each training session isn't helping you reach your peak, but it is. Your attitude sucks. Work on it. (laughs) Ouch. That hit hard. Uh, I was obsessed with the sport. Well, actually, to be honest, I was obsessed with being perfect at the sport. When I started working with my coach in 2012, I was weak and broken. I couldn't even lift a 20 kilo barbell off the floor. I didn't have a strong, healthy spine. I was afraid to train. I had no confidence. And so we worked really hard for 12 months to build a strong, healthy spine, to build a foundation. And that was one of the things that he really taught me. He taught me many, many valuable things. But one of them was that You need to have a strong foundation. And then he introduced me to Olympic weightlifting. One day in a session, he taught me how to snatch. And I fell in love with the sport in that session. And having a barbell in my hands made me feel strong and powerful and graceful. It made me feel confident. And then we started to just train Olympic weightlifting. And so I would train, you know, three to four hours a day, six days a week. I train a lot and I wanted to be great at it. But what happened was that I became obsessed with being perfect at it. I became obsessed with being the strong, capable female athlete. And about two years into my Olympic weightlifting journey, my coach gave me that feedback and I hated hearing it, (laughs) but he was 1000% right. My attitude sucked. It sucked. My self-worth was wrapped around that barbell so tightly. And when the bar or I weren't moving well, well, it all exploded. (laughs) I would be obsessed with meticulously following the program uh, for the day, the session, to the point where when it didn't go to plan, I, I just, there's this saying in Australia called spat the dummy. So I would just spit the dummy. Uh, and I was rigid and, and being suffocated by perfectionism. The worst of it, I was uncoachable when training wasn't going well. When, you know, my self-worth was based on how well I lifted, how much was on the bar, if I could progress, if I could do the programmed session just as it was. And if something didn't go to plan, like I got an injury or a niggle or I wasn't lifting well, or something interrupted my training, I couldn't handle it. And I would get very frustrated and overwhelmed and anxious. And 
that resulted in affecting a lot of my relationships, in particular, the relationship that I had with my coach. So when he gave me this feedback, I really sat with it for a long time. And I'm, I'm probably going to say that this piece of feedback was one of the, one of the things that changed my training, that changed my relationships, that changed my life, really. So then I did something, something big and scary. I walked away from weightlifting And I went to work on developing a broader practice. I went to work on really looking at my negative attachment to weightlifting, to training. Training no longer became fun. It was was stressful because of the pressure that I put on myself to perform. And that... You know, my attitude sucking was because I was afraid. I was afraid that I would disappoint my coach. I was afraid to be the weak, broken girl. And so I went to work and I stepped away from the bar. I started to develop a broader training practice, which just means I started to train in different ways and in doing that, I, I went, I actually developed a better character and over the last six years, since I've walked away from the barbell, I've learned to enjoy the whole process, the whole process, the whole journey, the injuries, the setbacks, the rehab work, the accessory work, the learnings that come with training. I have developed my character and I have definitely got me a better attitude when it comes to training. And this is what I do inside of Warrior School. I teach women in Warrior School to enjoy the whole process because this training and health stuff can be hard and it It's hard if we don't have energy, a plan, and someone to support us. Uh, And in warrior school, we use the training to build strong bodies, but we also develop strong characters because I believe training can teach us a lot about life, about ourselves, about how we show up in the world and You know, this period of time in my life and this feedback that I got, it taught me a lot about how I was showing up in the world and I didn't like it. So what I really want to talk about was this rigidity that I had. And what I've learned over the last six years is that we need fluidity. We, we need to bring that into the practice, this okayness with changeability. And there is such an elegance or grace that comes with being fluid, uh, with being able to dynamically adjust, being able to change. And I didn't have that when I was lifting. I was so rigid. I 
was not okay if things changed. I didn't know how to confidently adjust my training and my approach based on what was going on with my body and my life. I just kept pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. So a little while ago, I wrote an article on this idea of dynamic adjustment. And we can use it interchangeably with this idea of fluidity. So my coach taught me that we need to build a strong foundation, which is what we do in warrior school. You know, we need strong physiology. We need to learn how to train properly. He also taught me that you need to understand how to progress and modify your training based on the feedback your body is telling you. You need to be fluid. So when I stepped away from Olympic weightlifting and I really thought about this feedback and I was developing a broader practice and I was developing a more powerful relationship with training and my body. And I realized that that was such a valuable lesson that he was helping me learn that We need to understand how to adjust, how to be fluid, how to be okay with changeability. And that blew my mind when I I learned this. And then I realized that the real problem behind why so many women can't get the results that they want was that one, they aren't taught how to train properly. So they aren't taught how to build a strong foundation. So they can't sustain it and it's not successful. And then two, They don't know how to be fluid. They don't know how to dynamically adjust their training. So fluidity or this this idea of dynamic adjustment to me is the way in which we transition to a new strategy when there are changes in certain variables that are affecting the current strategy. So when there are changes to sleep or food or energy or injury and it's about modifying the strategy and the systems that we have in real time depending on the feedback that the body gives you so that you can continue progressing while maintaining or and or improving your health so now when the body gives me feedback I can transition into a new strategy quickly and powerfully I'm fluid (laughs) Uh, and I've had a very successful and sustainable training practice, particularly over the last six or so years, because I was taught how to dynamically adjust my training, my food, my mindset and my systems. (laughs) After my coach gave me that feedback, we worked together on creating a broader practice on me learning how to adjust my training and my mindset and my systems if things changed. So I guess another example I can give you is that I rarely track my food. And, you know, some days I go off script in my program. You see, tracking my food every day And following the program perfectly, it feels too mechanical and fixed for me. 
And I've done that. (laughs) When I was Olympic weightlifting, you know, for five years, six years, I was very mechanical and fixed. And it doesn't work for me. So now, you know, over the last six or so years, I have developed strong principles around my nutrition. I've developed a nutrition strategy that works for me. I am on a training program, but I don't have set training days or set rest days. I'm also okay with changing it if there's something coming up in my body. You know, I have the knowledge to modify the training if needed. I'm not attached to following the plan perfectly. And I definitely don't base my self-worth on how well my training session goes anymore. So this, this feels more conscious and manual for me. This feels more fluid. And I guess, you know, I have, well, I have 12 years of training experience and results to tell me that the way I do it works for me. But I would say, you know, really in the last six or seven years, I have those years and that experience telling me that being more fluid, being more conscious, being more manual works way better for me than being mechanical and rigid and fixed and obsessed with a sport and basing my self-worth on how well I lift or how well I train. And I believe really this is one of the biggest missing pieces with this health stuff, with this training stuff for so many women is our ability to be fluid. We are and, I, and I've talked about this before, that we love to swing on the pendulum, the all or nothing pendulum. You know, I'm either all in or I'm all out. I'm running away and I'm getting the hell out of there. And a lot of the time, this all out, it, it, comes, it's, it comes from fear. And when we have this all out, I guess, perspective, a lot of the times we have a shitty attitude. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, we're all in, but we actually can't sustain that. And so we swing back and forth on this pendulum. And the reason why we swing back and forth is that, especially when we're all in, if something doesn't go to plan, we miss a session or we get injured or we're in pain or something comes up in life, We just want to get the hell out of there. We want to be all out because it's not perfect, because we're so rigid uh, in our thinking and our systems. We don't like the gray. We hate the middle. And that's why I call it the messy middle, because it's uncomfortable and there is not a definitive answer. Uh, It requires exploration and patience and listening, uh, understanding. It's dirty work, (laughs) the middle. And so this, this is a missing piece. You know, if you're really struggling with your training and your health stuff, yeah, I think it's totally because you don't have a plan, you don't have energy and you don't have someone to support you. But it's also because 
you probably have an attitude that sucks and you're not fluid. Uh, you, you're not okay or you don't know how to dynamically adjust based on what's coming up in your life and what your body's telling you. And that's okay. You know, I didn't know that either. And I had to learn that. You know, I spent the last 12 years learning that. Um, so you totally need a program and a plan if you want to get strong. And you do need structure and you do need organization if you want to have energy and get results. You know, something that Leela spoke about in our end of year event on building powerful relationships was the importance of balancing the mother and father archetype. And the mother is like love and, you know, connection. Uh, she's softer uh, more intuitive. And then the father is about structure and organization and boundaries. And we need both. And we, the, both of them give us this fluidity. If we have one, too much of one, well, then I think we really struggle. And so it's the, the work of balancing both. I think that's hard. So we do need structure and organization. Uh, and Yes, I believe tracking is a very helpful tool to teach you about nutrition. And we use it inside of Warrior School. So, you know, we have programs and plans and structures and strategies and organization, and they all give us power. They really do. But the hard part, I think, is learning how to be fluid within the plan within the structure, within the organization. What if something comes up? How can we dynamically adjust? So how to adjust the plan in real time based on the feedback the body is giving you is such a key skill that women need to learn. And I believe this, all of this stuff, the practice, you know, what we call the practice is about balancing the mechanical with the manual. It's about balancing the mother and father archetype. It's about balancing being or having structure, but also having fluidity. So we need the structure with fluidity. We need the plan with intuition. <laughs> Again, it comes back this, to this idea of playing in the middle. And look, I do believe the stronger the foundation that you have, that you build, the more fluid uh, you can be. And so someone starting out that has no energy, no plan, you know, we do need to create a little bit of rigidity in there. We need structure. We need organization. You know, we need to get some energy. We need a nutrition strategy. We need a training plan. Uh, and a lot of the times these women, they don't trust their body. Uh, they're not connected to it. And so fluidity is not very helpful at the start when you're building a foundation. And that's why having someone to support you who's been there is really helpful and they can teach you that. So this is what I do with the women in warrior school. I teach them how to train, how to listen to their body, how to adjust based on what's going on in their body or their life. And I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with teaching them how to train. 
So the stronger the foundation or the deeper you get into your practice, the more fluidity that you can have. So playing in this middle space, you know, especially over the last six or seven years and being more fluid uh, got me a very successful and sustainable training practice. If I kept going the way that (laughs) I was going when I was weightlifting, because towards the end there, where my coach gave me that feedback, not only did my attitude suck, but my lifting was not going great. Um, I kept on getting injured or niggles. I was tired all of the time and stress. It was affecting a lot of my relationships. It was, it was putting a big strain on my body and my life. And so looking at being more fluid and developing a broader practice and developing a better character and having a better attitude got me a very successful and sustainable training practice that I can carry through the rest of my life. It got me a very strong and powerfully graceful body and it got me freedom and a pure practice that's my own. And this is another key thing. It's that when we're following other people's ways or rules You know, when we're doing a lot of diets or following a lot of people's programs, they're very mechanical. And again, I'm not saying they don't work. They do work at the start because they give us structure. They educate us. But in the end, you know, what I hope for all of these women, for you, is that you learn how to create a pure practice that's your own. And the only way you can do that is by listening, understanding, developing your character, paying attention in training, being fluid and being in the practice for a long time. So the middle, I believe, is where the magic happens. You know, the middle is this place of fluidity. The middle gives us power and freedom. So I invite you to find your balance of mechanical and manual. (laughs) And I believe you'll find your power. So just something to think about. You know, I'll often invite my warriors when we're on the live coaching calls. I'll offer up a concept or an idea. And then I just invite them to write it down in their notebook or their training journal. And just think about it over the month. Think about, you know, what what do you think about this idea of dynamic adjustment? Do you feel confident to modify and adjust your plan or your strategy, your training, your nutrition based on what's going on in your body, the feedback that your body's giving you or what comes up in your life? How do you feel about fluidity? You know, are you very rigid within your practice or are you too fluid and you actually don't have any structure or any organization because that's a bad thing as well? So as I said, you know, I really believe having this fluid practice, you know, this, uh, a lot of the women that are in, you know, the health space, the coaching space, they track their food every day. You know, these women have been in the practice for a decade or so, but they still track their food every day. Now that works for them, you know, that turns them on. And that's totally cool. But for me, 
that doesn't work for me. That doesn't turn me on. And that's, that's too mechanical for me. And so that's why I don't track my food. Yes, I have a deep knowledge and understanding of nutrition. You know, I did a Bachelor of Exercise Science and Nutrition. I did a Master's in Dietetics. I have been developing a food strategy for 10 years. I, you know, have learned from a lot of the leaders in the metabolic space. You know, I have a good understanding of nutrition. I'm not saying that tracking isn't helpful. It is totally helpful. What I'm saying is that you need to find what works for you. Do you want to be the woman that tracks her food every day for the rest of her life? And if you do, that's cool. If that turns you on and that helps take off the mental load, it helps you make sure that you are eating enough and it works for you and it doesn't feel too mechanical, have at her. But for me, you know, I don't like a lot of rules. I do like structure and organization. Um, you know, when it comes to my business, when it comes to my training, but I think that structure, that power, that organization uh, allows me then to have more fluidity in my personal life. And I am, I'm a pretty fluid, manual, conscious being. (laughs) I, you know, I don't need to track my food. I can, you know, I love going out to extravagant, delicious dinners. Um, You know, I love fashion and dressing up and putting on beautiful things. And so I just want you to think about, you know, what if we did create a bit of structure, you got on a plan, you got more energy, you had a consistent training practice, you know, that you loved What would that allow you to do in other areas of your life? Would that allow you to relax a little bit, be a little bit less mechanical, a little bit less rigid? It might allow you to be a little bit more fluid, uh, be okay with changeability. There might be this like smooth elegance or grace that comes through different relationships in your life or your character. I just want you to get curious about that. Uh, All right, warrior, that's it for today. I just dished up that hot topic to you. I want you to think about it. I want you to ruminate, marinate, or you could chuck it away. That's totally cool. You could be like, this doesn't vibe with me. Uh, If you want to share what you think about it, I'd love to hear. You can email me. You can DM me. I'd love to know, what do you think about this idea of dynamic adjustment, of fluidity? All right, warrior, it's so good to spend some time with you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for whacking me in your ears. Bye for now. Warrior woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another warrior woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. 
Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.